Today's daf is daf Lamed Ches. We're holding around eight lines from the bottom on Lamed Zion, Lamed Beis, at the May Survey. Just let's give a quick recap of what we learned in the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Zion, Lamed Beis. We had as follows, the Machlech between the Chachamim and the Tanakama and Rup Shemin Gamliel. The case over there said that Evet Shanishba, the assumption is he was captured by Ovdei Kuchovim, right? Now an Eved, someone Eved Knani, that is Chai, the mitzvah is like an Isha, he's a quasi-Jew, he was Teuvel, and he had Brismila, right? So, he says, so if he was redeemed, the meaning that the, the, the Jews in the area heard that he was captured and he went and was redeemed. Now, if the intent of the ransomer, the person paying the ransom was that he should be an Eved, should stay an Eved, so then Yishtavet, it's mashma that he remains an Eved. Now we'll see, he's meaning Eved for the first one, Eved for the second one, it'll depend in the, in the Pshat between Rav and Abai. Now, but if the ransomer, the person paying the ransom to redeem him from the Ovde Kuchofim had in mind that he should go to, be, to, to the Chayrus, that he should be a Ben Chayrin, so then in such a case, so uh, he remains, he, 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 go, he goes free. Rav Gamliel came along and said, no, I disagree. It doesn't matter what the intent of the ransomer is. Ben Kach or Ben Kach, that he remains an Ebed. Now, but the Gemara was uh, trying to grapple with what's the situation over there. Was it the original owner of this Ebed, right? Was Ruvain who owned this Ebed before Shimon came along and was prayed to him? Did Ruvain do Yush or did, was he not Misyayish? Right? So what, what were the two problems with, it, with, it, with, it, with it? both starting a difficulty? The difficult. Because if it's before Yush, right? So then, Lechora, who cares that the person who gave the money, right, says that I want this to be, for him to be uh, Ben Chorin, it doesn't matter. If it's before Yish, then what? He should still remain in Evan. How does he go free? So, okay, fine. So maybe it's the Achar Yush. But if it's the Achar Yush, so then, uh, then Rav Shimon Gamliel doesn't make any sense. Bein kach the bein kach, he remains in Evid. What do you mean? Is that, and, and even in the Tanakhama, you also have to understand, he said that if it's L'Shem, Avdus, he becomes an Evid. What do you mean he becomes an Evid? What made him an Evid? He, there was, there was Yush from the, uh, from the owner. So we had problems whether you hold it was before Yush or we had after Yush. Either way, the, 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 the Mishnah was difficult. So we had a machlokas being Abaya and Rova, how to interpret the Mishnah. Abaya came along and said as follows, is that we're talking about before Yush. Alright? We're talking about it's before Yush. Now, before Yush, we understand, means that he really belongs, he's still an Eved to Ruvain. His Ruvain's Eved. Alright? So, the only problem you're going to have is, Rav Shimon Gamliel works out fine, right? Rav Shimon Gamliel says, Ben Kach, Ben Kach, he's, a, he's an Eved, right? Whether he did L'Shem, uh, you know, that we don't have an issue with that per se. What we have a problem is in the Tanakhama. Why is it that if Shimon came along and ransomed, says, I'm doing this, that he should be able to go free, what, what makes him go free? The mechanics aren't there. What's the problem? It's, it's before use of the original owner, right? So, the, the Abayah says a... a, 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 a uh, 
It's almost like a takana. Abayah said that people are not aware that there's a mitzvah to be paider, not just a regular yid, but also an Evid Kanani. And therefore, therefore, the only way to generate, really, to generate funds is if you tell people that I'm giving the money that he should become a Ben Chayrim. So if you give him the money to become a Ben Chayrim, then he becomes a full-fledged Yid, people will give the money. But you can't tell people I'm going to make them a Ben Chayrim, and then what? And then, then keep him as an Evid for the first guy. Then, then the next time, they're not going to want to give money for something like this. So therefore, that's why the Tana comes, especially like a, like a Hefker based in Hefker, a special Takana, that even though it's been four years, but it's the only way to generate funds was saying, he's going to go to Ben Chayrim. When you said he's going to go to Ben Chayrim, Kimamash goes to be a Ben Chayrim. Comes along, Rav Shimon Gamliel says, everybody knows there's a mitzvah to be Paida and Evet Kanani, and therefore, the fact that you said Lechnei Chayrim, you made a mistake. He doesn't go Ben Chayrim, it doesn't matter what you said, because people are still going to give the money either way. And if it's before Yush, therefore, Ben Kach Le Ben Kach, he remains in Evet. So that explains Abaya. Right? The first guy is Evet, correct. Comes along Rav, and Rav learned different shot over here. Rav learned the case over here is talking about after Yush. Now, after Yush, the big problem is going to be Rashim and Gamliel. If it's after Yush, what do you mean, Ben Kach or Ben Kach? He means an Evid. It's after Yush. How could you say Ben Kach or Ben Kach? He's he lived an Evid. So, so what, what Rav learned is as follows. Now, in the Tanakhama, we're also going to have a problem. We're not going to address it right now. We're going to address it later on today. But in the Tanakhama, we understand. If it's after Yush, alright, so if he said over there that it's Ben Chayrin and he goes free, that makes sense because it's after Yush. What's going to matter, if he said, I want to make him still an Evid, he becomes an Evid of the second guy. How does he become an Evid of the second guy if it's after Yush from the First guy, what's he make him now become that? That we'll have to deal with. But let's go with this from Shimon Gamliel. Rav Shimon Gamliel said, Bangkok, the Bangkok, even when you said I want him to go ben, to become a Ben Chayrin, he's still considered to be an Evid. How can he still be considered Evid if what? It was after use. So, so, Ravah said that there's a special takana, as explained by Chizkiyo, is that we don't want to create a heichitimtza, we don't want to create loopholes, how avodim can figure out how to get themselves free. All they have to do is go get captured by and everybody knows that the Jewish community are going to try and redeem you. And as soon as they redeem you, you'll be free. So therefore, you have to assume that there was use, though. But assuming that, you know, that, that you get caught by a guy, it's going to be, you're, you're, you've got a, a chance you're not going to get the ever back. And therefore, so that takana made it that even if it's after use, for sure it's before use, that takana kicks into play. But even if it's after use, either way, you go back to being an Evid. So the Evid should know you're not going to gain anything by running and getting caught by the Evid Gechavim. Before you shouldn't even need the Takana because it for sure goes back. But after you, you're also going to go back as well. That was the, uh, that, that was the, 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 the way it, uh, the, uh, it, 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 that, that, what's his name? Um, now, the, uh, so, so, so the Gemara now is going to ask a Kasha. We're going to see this Kasha is going to come out being on the Shita of Rava. Again, let's understand. Rava had to explain Rav Shimon Gamliel, Ben Kacha, Ben Kacha, he's considered an Evid, even though it's after Yush, but it's relying on the, on the Hezber of Chizkiah. Right? 
And according to Abaya, Rosh Hashanah says it's somewhere before Yush, and Ben Kach or Ben Kach is that even when you said, I want to let the Ebed free, but it's before Yush, I, what about people who are going to give the money? Not a problem, because everybody knows... No, no. Everybody knows that there's a special mitzvah to be poida, even an Ebed Kanani, and therefore people are going to give the money either way, whether you said it's for the sake of Nechairin or the, the sake of... So therefore you don't make a special zakana that he goes free even when it's before Yush. That's where he disagrees uh, with the Tanakhama. What does it say over here? Mesevei. Now this Brisa elaborates on the position of Rav Shimon Gamliel. I'm Rav Shimon Gamliel. Keshem shemitzvah lifdois es bnei chayrin. Kach mitzvah lifdois es avodim. Rav Shimon Gamliel said, Shot. Why is it bein kach bein kach? He goes back to being an Evid. Because everybody knows that just as there's a mitzvah ripoide bnei chayrin, there's also a mitzvah ripoide... Avadim. Memela, this mamish lines up with which opinion? Who explained Shatna Shimigamlil this way? Um, Abaya. Abaya explained it's before Yush and therefore Benkaka Benkaka. He stays in Evid. This is so says it more like this. So Abaya's way of understanding that Mish was talking about before Yush. That's the why of Shimigamlil in the Bryce explains. Kashem, that just as there is a mitzvah, he played a ben chayrin. There's also a mitzvah, he played someone who's an Ebed. That fits because that explains why, no matter what the, the, the person said, I'm collecting to make him free, I'm collecting to make an Ebed, everyone would have given the money anyway because it's a mitzvah, and therefore he remains an Ebed if it's before Yush. Everybody with me, right? But Rava, who learned the Mishnah, was talking about a case of after use. And then how did you have to explain why, if it's after use, does Rav Shimon Gamliel say, Ben Kach or Ben Kach, he remains an Evid? Right? Because of Chizkiah. But that's not what Rav Shimon Gamliel says in the Brisa. Rav Shimon Gamliel is giving the Hezbo of Abayah, not giving the Hezbo of Rava. That's very difficult according to the Shita of Rava. So, hi, Kishen. That which Rabbi, that Rav Shem Gamil says, Kashem, just as there's a mitzvah of Dois Menchayra, there's a mitzvah of Dois Avadim, Lechayra, Bishem Chizkiahu. He should be giving a different reason. He should be giving the reason that was given by Chizkiah the way Rava understood. So how's Rava going to explain Rav Shem Gamil as explained in the Brisa? Everyone understand the question? A very difficult question. So Amalach Rava, so Rava, were he alive today, because this was said hundreds of years after he passed, but says the editor, Ravina Ravashi, said that wh- the way Rava would explain the Bryce is as follows. That Rav Shimon Gamliel heard the Tanakama. Tanakama, the Chachamim, made the statement that if you did it L'Shem, uh, Abdus, he remains an Evid. If you did it L'Shem, or he remains an Evid, we'll see Evid on number two, but he's an Evid. And if you did it L'Shem, Nechorin, he goes free. Now, what Rav Shimon Gamliel wasn't sure, was the Tanakhama talking about before Yush, or was the Tanakhama talking about after Yush? In the Brisa, he's addressing the Tzad, that if you're going to tell me it was before Yush, then if it's before Yush, I disagree with you, because Ben Kach or Ben Kach, if it's before Yush, he should remain an Evan. I, what are you afraid? That people aren't going to give money if it's an Evan, unless it's Bnei Chori? Not a problem, because everybody, like a buyer. If it's before Yush, I explain, uh, that the Rosh says, I hold like a buyer, Ben Kach or Ben Kach, Rob, the way Rob explains, the way Abai explained it, he remains an Evid. I'm not worried about it because everybody knows now. The Mishnah is going on, what's the other side? Maybe it's talking about 
the Tanakama was talking about after Yush. Well, if it's after Yush, Ben Gach or Ben Gach also would remain in Evan. Why? Because of the Chachon of Chizkiah. So therefore, what, so the way we're getting out of it is, we, Rabbi Shimon Gabriel wasn't sure as to what the Tanakama was referencing, but either way, whether it's before Yush, whether it's after Yush, is always going to remain an Evan. That's going to be the point. Okay. So Amalak Rav Shimon Gamliel, Lo Habe Amalak Rava, Rav Shimon Gamliel, Lo Habe Yado, Mike Amrabon. He wasn't sure the Chacham the Tanakama what they were actually saying. Vachik Amalu and say he was addressing them as followers, as follows. In the Brisa he was addressing them. Elifnei Yush Kamritu, then Hainu Kishem. Then it's Kishem that everybody knows. Just as it's mitzvah to be to be Poyda Ben Chayrin, it's also mitzvah. That's what he's referring to in the Brisa. Ela Achar Yush, which is what his response in the Mishnah is. When the din is like Chizkiah. Okay, now let's step back for a moment because I told you we're going to get back to this question. Even if you hold like Chizkiah, and it's going like the din of Al Mishnah, let's think about this for a moment. So therefore, the, 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 the Ruvain who owned the Eved, he was Meyayish. Which means, from Ruvain's perspective, he no longer has ownership of the Eved. Okay? Comes along Shimon, and he pays the the of the Kuchovim, he pays them, he ransoms, like he's paying. And then what does it say? That if he did it l'shem Abdus, then he's an Evan. Now who's he an Evan to? To the second guy, the one who ransomed. Because there can't be to the first one. First one is Menyayish. So now the question that we're going to want to know is how, if the first one re- let him go, alright? So how does he become an Evan? Mechanics. How does it become an Evid to the second one? Now, the only way you could say is that maybe is that when the Ovdek Rechavim captured him, they somehow became the new owners. And when they become the new owners, so when Shimon ransoms and gives the money, then he will, uh, then he purchases it from them. That would be the only way to understand how he could become the new owner if Yush already took place. Now the problem is going to be as follows, is that, let me just set up the scenario and then we'll understand, is that there is a difference between an Ovid Kuchovim owning an Evid and a Yisroel owning an Evid. Now we're talking about Evid Kanani over here, because Evid Yisroel and Evid Ivri, you can never own, it's no Kenyan Aguf, you don't own his Guf. The most you can own him for is for his Maisiya Dayim. means you have financial rights, you own financial rights, to become an Evid, for six years, you have financial rights open. By Ovid, Kuchovim, it's Mamash Chattel. Chattel means that what? You Mamash own the Guf. Not just the moment you own the Guf. Now, but that's only, we're going to see, it's only true, it's only true by a Yisroel owning an Evid Kanani. Or an Ovid Kuchovim. Alright? However, a Ovid Kuchovim himself for sure he doesn't own a Yisrael's goof, because he, even a Yisrael doesn't own a goof, right? But by, even by Ovdek Kuchavim owning Ovdek Kuchavim, the maximum ownership they can have is for the Maish Yadayim. They don't have, we'll see with Pabsukim, where that's, where that's brought up. But that's, that's the case. Now what the one is going to discuss over here is the Chorah, what's going on over here? Somehow, 
the Mishnah says that when Shimon comes and purchases Ruben's Evid from the other Gechavim, if he does it with Shem Abdus, according to Rav, this is Rav's interpretation, that it was after Yish, he becomes the Evid, right? Before Yish, I understand, he's still black, he's, not that he, he becomes a new Evid to Shimon, he remains an Evid, then I understand. But saying is, but yeah, becomes a new Evid to Shimon, how does that work? That's the one I was going to see. Let's read inside. But remain Evet to Shimon or to Ruben? To sh- in who? In, in, in who? Rava or in Abaya? Rava. Rava. Right. Uh, to, to, Shim, to, to Shimon. Because to Ruben, Ruben was Meyayish. He can't be Abaya. So therefore the most you could say is that somehow the new captors took ownership and sold him now to the highest bidder, which was Shimon. And now he comes in Evet to Shimon. The one's going to understand, understand how those, those mechanics work. So one says like this. Let's see as follows. So one says as follows. Ula Rava da Amar, according to Rava, that says the mission is told by Ba'achar Yush. Ula Rava Sheni, and therefore it could only be when it says that he, he's, he's, that if you did it with Shem Abdus, he's an Evid. It could only be to who does he become an Evid? Shimon. Can't be to Ruben, why? Sachar Yush, right? So Rava Sheni, in mind, Kunilin. Who is Rava Sheni buying him from? He's clearly not buying him from Reuben. Can't be buying him from Reuben. Why can't he be buying him from Reuben? Because Reuben doesn't own him anymore, right? So must be Mishabai. Must be who he's buying him from is from who? The captors. The, the, the ones who, who captured him, right? So must be Shabai. Do for me, Konile. How do the Shabai own him? What did the Shabai do to own him? When it says, in... You're right, even though they're Oved Kechavim, and an Oved Kechavim cannot own an Eved, a Kenyan Aguf, but what an Oved Kechavim can own is the Maizdiyadayim. So therefore, therefore, when they took ownership and Shimon released the Eved, I mean, and, and, and Ruben released the Eved, that what they acquire is the Maizdiyadayim. And therefore, when they sell him to... Shimon, Shimon at least is able to acquire this work for Maisa Yadan. Now take a look. Rashi seems to say something like that when he, now when Shimon takes him to the mikvah and he's toivel him again, he becomes Kenyan Aguf for Shimon. Take a look. It's not so posh, but I don't want, I don't want to get into that. Now, the Amoresh Lakish, now how do we know this din that an Oved Kachavim can at least own an Eved for Maisa Yadan? How do we know if one Ovid Kuchavim purchases another Ovid Kuchavim, Lemaise Yadav, he at least owns him for his Maise Yadav. Where do we know this from? So now this actually is the Pasuk that when you entered Eretisrol, the Pasuk says over there um, that before the Yidden went into Eretisrol, Yeshua sent letters. Anybody that was a full-fledged Ovid Kuchavim, a Knani, I'm sorry, anyone that's a full-fledged Knani that you have to leave, if you don't leave, then what? You're going to be executed. Now, what defines a full-fledged Ovid Kuchavim is this patrilineage, uh, it's patrilineage uh, descent. It means if the father was a Knani, the mother was Italian, the father's a Knani, and the child will be a Knani because he is a son of a father. So therefore, the Pasuk says over there is that you can buy Avadim from the locals. Now, how can you buy Avadim from the locals if you have to kill 
All the Knanim. So it says that, so the, 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 the Gemara explains in Kedushin, is what it means in the Pasuk, you can buy, that means if the father was Italian, and the mother was a Knani, so you can buy the, 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 so children that are not deemed Kananim, the Avadim, or Avadim that were not Kananim, you can still purchase. You're allowed to purchase. What you're not allowed to purchase is somebody that is a Knani, or that his son was a Knani, because that would be subject to the law that if you don't leave the land, then, uh, then, then you, then you, 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 you kill them. Now. The, the Goyim goes with the father? Yes. But the status of a Knani, uh, they're, they're not Jewish, but not, not Goyish, right? What do you want? Evan? Do you want a regular Knani? A regular Knani. We're talking about Ever Kanan. Ever Kanani is where there's a partial quasi Jew, but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the regular din of when they went into Israel, that was the din. Now, the Pasik says already you can buy them, you can buy the locals. And then the Pasik we're going to quote now, the Pasik says, Right? And from the locals that live there, you're able to acquire. Alright? What? So you could buy from Avdekhovim based on this Pasuk. You, you can buy from the Avdekhovim as long as they don't have the status of what? Of Knani. Now, what the point over here is that the words Mehem Tiknu, the Gemara says, is extra. Because the first part of the Pasuk already says, you can own. So why do I have to say again, Mehem Tiknu? Even if you left those words, Mehem Tiknu, you left it out, you could have still understood the gist of what's going on. So from here we learn that the mute. Mehem tiknu means you are allowed to buy them, but they are not allowed to buy you. Okay, let's just bear with me here. So Moses is like this. So let's it says like this. It says Shanemar the Gamavnayatoshavimagori Machem the Mehem Tiknu extra words Atem Koni Mehem. You can buy Obdikochovim and own an Obdikochovim. But Loihem Koni Mekem. But they cannot buy a Jew, right. right? Not only that, we also learn out this thing. It says that you can buy them, that they cannot buy themselves. They cannot even buy each other. So it comes out, we're going to see, we're going to have to tweak this. But it's mashma from here is that the only ones who can own an Eved is a Jew. An Eved can buy from them, they can't buy a Jew, and they cannot even buy themselves. Let's just finish, let's just finish. Yacho continues the bride, the bride just says something complete reverse. Now you might think they can't buy from one another. One second. So you just, you just said before, is they can't. You just said they can't buy one another. Let's, we just really explain the price. The price says from the hand tiknu means you can buy them, they cannot buy you, and not only that, they cannot buy from each other. They cannot other. buy each other. The next line says, Yochel, you might think they can't buy from each other. What do you might think? You just said is they can't buy from one another. What do you might think they can't buy? So, Yochel, lo yikno What do you mean, Yochel, lo yikno Ah, Maharaj, you just said, lo vem konim They cannot buy from one another. Someone says, no, we have to tweak it. What it means is like this. Let me say it outside. It means, again, there's two different kinyonim. There's kinyon aguf, and there's a Kenyan of Maishadim. One is your own physical body, one is your own Maishadim. Meaning like this. Kenyan Aguf 
that only a Jew can own an Ovid Kochavim, an Ovid Kochavim cannot own a Kenyan on a Jew. And not only that, an Ovid Kochavim cannot even own an, a, another Ovid Kochavim. However, you might think that they can't even own a Maise Yadai. On that, we're going to see that an Ovid Kochavim can own another Ovid Kochavim, Maise Yadai. And where do we know it from? Because there's a passage in the Torah that talks about if a Jew gets sold to an Ovid Kochavim. So if a Jew can be sold to an Ovid Kochavim for Maise Yadai, Kalvachomer, then a guy, an Ovid Gechavim can be sold to an Ovid Gechavim for Maise Yadai. Comes out that an Ovid Gechavim can own another Ovid Gechavim for Maise Yadai. We're circling that. And therefore, over here, when they took captor, they, they captured Ruben, so therefore they can sell him to Shimon, not for the Kenyan Aguf, but they can still say, and that's what it means that he still remains an Ebed for Shimon, Legabe his Maise Yadai. And that's how we're going to explain it. So Moses is like this. Hachik Amr, this is the way to understand the Braisa. Belohem konim zemizeh legufoy. Means they don't own one another in terms of a kinyan aguf. Yachola, you might think, lo yiknuzedzeh even lemaisa yodav that can't even own the maisa yodayim. Amar kavachayim. On that, there's a kavachayim. What do we see? Because there's another pasuk in Vayikra. It talks about if a person's so, so down and on out on his troubles that he even has to sell himself so in Ovid Gechavim, there's a special mitzvah. His family have to come and be poy to him. But you see that you, an Ovid Gechavim could own a Jew. Ah, uh, how could he own a Jew? We just said he can't own a Jew. He can only poise Maish Yadayim. So they have a Kavachem. Ovid Gechavim Yisroel Kainah. If the Pasuk tells us in Vayikra that an Ovid Gechavim can purchase Yisroel for what? For his Maish Yadayim. So Ovid Gechavim and another Ovid Gechavim will call Shekain that what? All the more so that what? You can own him for his... My dime. Okay. So bottom line is, what we try to establish over here, that there is a concept, uh, not, uh, now remember, the Ovid Kuchavim, an Ovid Kanani is a quasi, he's in the middle. He's not an Ovid Kuchavim, but he's not really a Jew, he's a quasi Jew. Partial. So now that's what we're, for, we're talking about over here. But either way, it works because the bottom line is, just as an Ovid Kuchavim can own another Ovid Kuchavim, he can even own a Jew. And own him for his Maisia Dayan. So an Ovid Gechavim can own an, an Evid Kanani for his Maisia Dayan. So when it says in the Mishnah, when Shimon ransoms Evid of Ruvain, where there had been Yush, he becomes the Evid of Shimon, it could make sense over here. Because who's he buying him from? I, how did the other Gechavim own him? It's true. He didn't own him. Okay, you go, but he owned him for his Maisia Dayan. Everybody with me so far? I'm saying, let me finish. So Mara says like this. Listen carefully. Mara is going to ask now a very, very uh, important question in terms of Kinyonim. The halacha is as follows. Is that Oedek Kachavim generally only have one type of Kinyon. What Kinyon can Oedek Kachavim make? Kesef. Kesef is the only Kinyon. Give money. That, that Kesef is the Kinyon they have. Now, an Eved... Is nicknamed Eved Kanani for a Jew is nicknamed one of three ways because an Eved Kanani we learn that in the Haldim Oisam it's considered for a Jew and Eved Kanani is considered like a piece of karka and we know karka is nicknamed one of three ways what are the three ways 
No, beer you don't want to be hard on. But it's, uh, it's uh, all right. It's Kazakhstan and Chazaka. All right. Chazaka is that you build a fence, you, you go ahead and dig in the ground. Okay, so therefore like this. So you have one of those three ways that a Jew, that a Jew can be kind of an Eved Kanani. But an Ovid Kachavim Lechora, even if you tell me that he can buy and Evet Kenani for my Siyadayim, the only Kenyan, he doesn't have that that Dixerushavah to Karka, because he only has the Kenyan of Kesef, which means that if, he, if, if an Evet Kacham is going to own an Evet Kenani for purposes of my Siyadayim, what Kenyan must he have made? Kesef. That doesn't work here. Because over here, how did the Evet Kachavim get the, he's, he's stolen, he grabbed him, he it, right? He doesn't own him through Kenyan Kesef. So if he doesn't own him through Kenyan Kesef, then how does Shimon take over the right of the Maizadan having purchased him from the... Uh, even if Calvin Yehush makes it now, okay, it's not exactly. stuck, uh, maybe, uh, but, but still, he, he doesn't have an ability to be Kona unless he does what? Transaction. And he does a Kenyan Kesef. He didn't do a Kenyan Kesef. So then how can Shimon buy something that he doesn't own? That's the question. Everybody with me over here. How can Shimon buy something from the Ovid Gachavim where the Ovid Gachavim did not have that Kenyan to acquire? Well, you call him Hefko. Maybe he's free for himself. Maybe he's calling it himself. Well, he walks free. How do you, you, know, you can only buy him if he's owned by someone else. He's not owned by anybody. Then he's just free. That's the most question. So why is it like this? Uh, now, says the Gemara like this. Ve'ema, why don't we say, Hani mili bekaspa? It's true. An Ovid Gechavim can own another Ovid Gechavim or a Yisrael or an Ovid Kanani for his Ma'as Yadam. You know what has to happen for that? There had to be a Kenyan Kesef on it. Avil bechazaka, because you could argue, well, maybe there's like Chazaka, like Ena Chazaka, Deir He mamish took hold and physically is getting the Eved to work for him. So maybe the Kenyan that he's doing is a Kenyan Chazaka, but we know that Eved Gechavim does not have a regular Kenyan of Chazaka. He only has a Kenyan of... Only Yisrael has the Kenyan of Chazaka. So Moses says, Chazaka loy. So Amr Rapapa, Rapapa says like this, it's true, that generally when you, when you, when you talk about regular transactions, by an Eved Gechavim is limited to Kesef. However, when something is gained through conquest, conquest where you like physically take over, right, against the will of the other individual, we're going to bring a raya that there, it's not like a regular law of chazak. You're right, regular transactional law of chazak, go build a fence, go dig, doesn't work for an other kachavim. But taking something where you take full ownership through force, that works as a type of chazaka, even for an Ovid Kirchavim, even, and we're going to see, we learn out from a case of war. Where do we see this very interesting raya? There, when when Israel were coming back to Eretz Yisrael, they were told, you can go back and you can capture the land of Canaan. They were given strict uh, instruction that the laws of Ammon and Moab, you were not allowed to take by force. The lands of Ammon and Moab, you weren't even allowed to cut through, but you weren't allowed to take from them. That belonged to them for whatever the reason you can't take it. Yet, at the end of the day, we're going to find that the Bnei Yisrael did capture the lands of Ammon and Moab. What allowed them to capture the lands of Ammon and Moab? Because there was a king named Sichon, who was the king of the Emori. 
another non-Jewish land. And Sichon conquered Ammon and Moab. Once Sichon conquered Ammon and Moab, the Lachan is Tiaru. It purified the land to allow that when the Jews conquered Sichon, they were allowed to take it. So what do you see? He didn't pay, he didn't pay for that land. So when it's taken through capture, then even Avigachavim has the ability to be kainah through capture. Once it's kainah through capture, then the Jew can take it from him. Therefore, that explains over here what's going on too, that Shimon can buy it from the Avigachavim. It's true that the Avigachavim didn't give Reuben money for it, but he had considered to be a violin over the Mycidaeum through the fact that he captured it. By capturing him, that makes him the ownership. And that allows what? Shimon, not Gufo. Shimon to buy and acquire. That's what I was going to say. So what I say as follows. Amorav Popo, Amonamoav, Tiro Vesichon. That the Amonamoav, uh, they became, those lands became Tahor through the actions of Sichon. So what I say like this. One second. Still, there's a difference. Because remember, Amon and Moab were over the Kechavim. Sichon was an over Kechavim. So maybe capturing one over Kechavim, capturing the land of another one, or capturing the assets of another one through over Kechavim, that I understand, you could say, is a special Kenyan that works. But here we're talking about Evakanani that's got a quasi-status of a Jew. Where do you see when it's a Jew or, a, or an Evakanani that that act of force is also enough to create some type of Kenyan. Where do we see that? Kedushin, no? Let's see. So, I understand where it's an Ovid Kechavim. Right? With a, uh, but Ovid Kechavim. On an Ovid Kechavim, I see that. But Ovid Kechavim on a Yisrael. Now, that's not a full Yisrael over here. Because we're not talking about full-fledged Yisrael. What are we talking about yeah, over here? Uh, and if not, but it's got a quasi-din of Yisrael. How do you know that that concept applies as well? Minolon. So I'll tell you why. Because there is, when, Arn, when Arnakayan was Nifter, what happened? The clouds, the Ananiah covered who came in his chus, removed. Now what happened was, when those clouds the, removed, so then, uh, 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 what was his name? The Melech, uh, the, uh, Ar, the king of uh, uh, Ar, what was his name? Tzir of Azichon, The, 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 it says the Aranai Kavan, the, uh, Kanan. One of the kings, one of the non-Jewish Kanani kings, so, so, thought the fact that now the clouds are removed, what is that a sign? That Hashem is not with them. That Hashem is allowing them to be attacked. And he did attack, the most he was able to be successful, he captured a Shifka Kananis. Alright? Vayesh Mimeno Shevi. It says, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, by Yishma Knani Melech Ard. His name was Ard. The king, the Knani king Ard, uh, heard that, 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 that the, uh, that the Anak Knani covered were removed, and he went and he captured. Now it says, by Yishma Menoshevi, Tzmashma, he took control. He took ownership. So therefore, and who is it talking about over there? Hashem Knani. So you see, not just by a guy by a guy, but even a guy over an Evaknani, so that you, that there is this concept of at least a Kenyan Lagaba the Maisa Yadai through force. Anyway, but that helps us then understand, according to Rava, how this is going to work. Let's go right to Amrav Shemin Barava, Amrav Yechanon, Ebet Shabarach, we base our Surin. The case we're going to set up is as follows. Is you had a Jew that was captured by Ovda Kochavim and put in jail. Ever-Kanani. An Ever-Kanani. what did I say? A Jew. No, an Ever-Kanani that was captured by 
and he was put into Beis Asurim, he was put into a non-Jewish jail. And then he escaped. So the halacha is Yotzelecheros, that that escape will give him his freedom. And not only that, This sheet, which is going to be tomorrow's dock, this sheet holds that you have as an, uh, as an owner of an Eved Kana, you have two Kinyanim Ovim. You have the Kinyan Momen, but that becoming free from Kinyan Momen is not enough because you also have Kinyan Isser. That he's still not considered to be a hundred percent of fledged Jew. So therefore, even if you say Yatsa Lecheros, that some reason when he escapes, we let him go free, you still have to deal with the Isser part of it. How do we take care of the Isser part of it? We force the Adon to let him start Shikha. Now he can go marry a Jewish woman. Full full fledged Jew. Now, the point that it's trying to make over here is Lechora. Now, the, the, the Gemara is asking a question. As for, is going to ask like this. So who said this? Rabbi Yochanan is postulating this la'alocha. That if an Ovek Yechavim was under the jurisdiction of... I mean, an Ovek Knani was under the jurisdiction of Ovek Yechavim, he goes free completely. Now, what's the problem with this? That now, the problem is... Um, Wait, in this case, a Jew owns the, 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 the slave, the Canaanite slave. But he was under the jurisdiction of the, the jails. He was he was in jail of an Avikah Chavim. When he goes free, he becomes now. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah that Rav Shimon Gamliel Omer Ben Kach or Ben Kach Yishtabim. Right? We learned that that Rav Shimon Gamliel. Let's go over here in the Shita of Rava that says that either way, even after Yish, you still have to keep him being an Eved because we don't want to encourage. Uh, the 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 uh, the Kanani that this is a loophole of how you can get free. Now what's the problem? So okay, then that's Rav Shimon Gamliel, Rav Yochanan. Who says he's passing like Rav Shimon Gamliel? Rav Yochanan has a right to pass like the Tanakama. Doesn't have to be like Rav Shimon Gamliel. So I'm a Rabbi Ravachana. I'm a Rav Yochanan. All right. Whenever you see a halacha brought down in a Mishnah in our Mishnah, in Shishu Sidra Mishnah. That in the name of Rav Shimon Gamliel, halacha gemaisa chutz me erev tzida nirai, except for three places. Arev is a machlokus that he has concerning a cosigner. We're going to deal with it now. And and Sidon was a get that was written in the city of Sidon. We're not going to deal with it now. And raya chrona was that after a rule was ver, uh, was was ruled, and then then new proof, new evidence came. There's two cases, and the ruling over there, Rav Shimon Gamliel, in both cases, argues with the chachamim. In the second case, the Raya Achrona, the second case where new information comes, there the halacha does not fall like Rav Shimon Gamliel. But every other case, says Rabbi Yochanan, where you see Rav Shimon Gamliel's name occur, halacha Moshe. Now we have a contradiction, Rabbi Yochanan. On one hand, you learn that he was captured by the Goyim, and when he goes free, he becomes a Ben Chorin. And now Mishnah says that when he's ransomed, he still remains an Evet. Contradiction. That's what Murray asks. Why is it as follows? Now, according to Abaya, this is not even a problem. Rabbi Yochanan, you don't have an issue with Why? Because Muki Lola Hai with Neyush. Our Mishnah was talking about, Rabbi Shev Yashim Gamaliel was talking about before Yush. Before Yush, when he goes free, Ben Kach the Ben Kach, whether you redeemed Moshem Abdus, whether you redeemed Moshem Cheros, since it's before Yush. And everybody knows that Yush is a mitzvah to be paid, that's what Abayah, so therefore he remains in Evan. I, Rabbi Yochanan's case, where he goes free, then you could say the Brysa, which Rabbi 
Yochanan. I mean, no, the case of Rabbi Yochanan, who was quoting that he escaped from jail, he goes, we that's talking about after Yush. There's no contradiction in Rabbi Yochanan. Right? So therefore, the Hailachar Yush. But Rava is going to be very difficult. Because Rava learned, our Mishnah was talking about a case of, uh, as a, even after Yush, he learned there was this Takana of Chizkiah, that you keep him being an Evan. Well, if there's that Takana, then why in the, does Rabbi Yochanan over here say that he goes free? So it's therefore like this. So therefore, Ula Rava da Amar Achar Yush. So Kasher Rabbi Yochanan has Rabbi Yochanan. So Amalach Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan will tell you, not a problem. Let's, let's speak it out and we'll see why it's not a problem. It's true, when an Evan himself runs away, okay, and then gets captured by Ovdei Kuchobim, he's gone, we're afraid that what? That every Evan might go ahead and do that, hoping that when they get captured by Ovdei Kuchobim, what's going to happen? They're going to get ransomed. When they get ransomed, then automatically they'll be free. Then in order to prevent that, comes on Chizkiah and makes a takana that when the Ovdei captures the Evan who ran away, either way, he remains an Evan. In our mission we're talking about is this guy was trying to escape from the Ovdei Kuchobim. He was putting his life on the line I don't want to be by these Ovdekachavim. I'm trying to escape the jail that they have me. This guy, you're not afraid that what he's going to do is run to the Ovdekachavim. What's the riot that he's not going to run to the Ovdekachavim? Because he's trying to get a save from them. So therefore, this is not a case where the Takana of Chizkiah applies. Right? So therefore, there's a big difference whether somebody's trying to get away from them or is running to them. the Takana was only made where he was running to them, not when he's trying to run away. That's what he was saying. says, I'm a Rava, time am I. Rava will tell you like this. What's the reason for Chizkiah's Takana? Mishum the Chizkiah, because of Chizkiah's reason that they're afraid everyone's going to go get caught by Goyim expecting the community to go ahead and redeem them. But by Reach Shani, where the guy is running away from them, he's running away from jail, he's different. Because Hasha the Katola Mosinavsha, he's willing to endanger his life to do what? To try and get away from them. What are you worried that what? He's gonna go and run to them? Not worried about this guy. So they have Apilu Apule Apil Namshe Legaisois. Are you worried about that he's going to let himself go ahead and try to be captured by the Avdikachav? And clearly that's not a problem over here. The Takana does not apply in this case. It was not made for this case. This is a different scenario. And in this case, Taka, when he runs away from the Avdikachav, then the law kicks in that what? He will go free and will force the Adon to write a Shtar Shifra. That's the way we're explaining it. So now, it becomes Jewish also. becomes Jewish also. What is this? After the Shtar or before? If like the, before they the no, if you look, if you, according to the sheet, the star makes him Jewish. He becomes free, but the star makes him Jewish. Because it was after Yush, it was after Yush. You already became free, so therefore that's yeah. We'll see. We're going to deal with that not that yesterday on the Ahmed base. Now, Mora brings down of here. Actually, we'll deal with it right now. I'm saying the Mar Shmuel, the maid servant, was in Shifka Kananis of Shmuel, Ishtaboi. She was captured, meaning Ovdek Yechovin came into town and captured her. Now, Parke Lushum Amoso, the people wanted to do him a favor. The community went and they redeemed her Altnai that what? She remains a Shifcha. The Shadrua lay and they sent her back to Shmuel with the following message. Shalchalei, they sent Shmuel the following message. 
We ourselves hold like the sheet of Shim Gamliel, which means what? Bankach or Bankach, she stays a Shifra Kananis, no problem. So at, but even you, even if you hold like the Tanakama, that there are times that will go free, but that's only if the pigeon was the Tzan L'Shem Cheres. We bedavka to help you out, we did this pigeon L'Shem Abdus so that they should remain, she should still remain your shivcha. We did it on your behalf that she should still remain an Amma. Now, says them more like this. There was a mistake in their cheshman. They thought, they thought that you should not yet happen. So therefore, since you should not happen, she for sure remains an Amma. The problem is that in this case, Shmuel already was Meyayish. Where it says, Velohi, that's not what happened over here. Laacha Yush Habeg, it was after Yush, and therefore Shmuel held the Shitas like this. So Shmuel, Lomi Boy Dishtabude, Lomishtabeg, Bo. Shmuel actually holds not like we just learned before. Shmuel holds that since it's after Yush, after Yush, you no longer have. Oh, a right of enslaving the person. But not only that, Shmuel holds that once you take off the Kenyan Kesef, automatically the Kenyan Isser goes off. You don't even have to write, not like really, you don't even have to write to get Shechur. Once he was Meyayesh, she goes free, she becomes a full-fledged Bas Yisroel, even without him having to write to get Shechur. So therefore, uh, so therefore, let me buy the Let me stop. Not came that he's not uh, for sure. He's not able to be Meshavit anymore. He doesn't have the rights financially. But she doesn't even need the Shar Shechur. So the mistake they were making was that when they redeemed her, it had already been after Yush. After Yush, Muhel, he has no rights to her. Not only does not have any rights to her, he doesn't even have to ride her against Shechur anymore. She becomes full fledged. Now, this is going to be a whole studio we must start with today, going in tomorrow. Now, how does that, Rabbi Shimon ben Gabriel's point of view? Like, how does that go in line? That Ben Kach or Ben Kach, she's Because even Shmuel held like a buyer, that is before you, it's not that's after you. Before you, yeah. that's, that's right. Like, now, Shmuel Tame, now this actually is Shmuel that if a person, all he did was he made his Ebed Hefker. But once you date Ebed Hefker, you've given out on what? What do you give up when you make him Hefker? On what rights have you given up? The financial right. But he goes, once you give up on the financial right, you can't control him anymore. Once you can't control him anymore, automatically, the Kenyan Isra goes off as well. So one says like this, How do we know this? Where does Shmuel, it's going to be a big machlokas, but how does Shmuel know this? What's his opinion? Now this is talking about, that's very interesting halacha, is that when you are sitting at your carbon Pesach, on Pesach night, eating carbon Pesach, you have to make sure that everybody in your family has to have had brismila. If you have children that have not had brismila, what's the halacha? Not only they can't eat, but you're not allowed to eat either. And avodim, you also have to make sure that your avodim have had brismila. If your avodim have not been circumcised, then what? Then you're not able to eat either. Uh, that's, that's the din. Now it says like this, v'chol eved ish, that v'chol eved ish, Miknas Kesef, any Evid Ish that he has been a purchase through money, right? So now the question is like this, why is it called Evid Ish? Just say call Evid. What's Evid Ish? What? Is it true? Is it different that if a woman owns an Evid? Let's say a woman owns an Evid and hasn't been circumcised. She is allowed to eat. That, 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 there's no difference. So why is it calling it an Evid Ish 
by the Gabi this din. Evet ish miknas kesef, evet ish v'lo evet isha, ele evet shiyesh roshus l'rabba alav. It means like this, when is there a din that is considered your evet? It's only if you're an ish over him. It's only if you have the bias over him. If you've lost the right to enslave him, then he's not considered an evet l'gabi this halacha. And therefore, even if he wasn't circumcised, you know, you yeah. Why? Because in order to be an Ebed, the first level of being an Ebed means that the owner has a right over you financially. So Shmuel learns from this. And therefore, if you don't have a right over you financially, you don't have a right to call. He's not called your Ebed anymore. not called your Ebed anymore. You can eat. But also, that means he doesn't need to get Shechra. That's, that's where Shmuel learned this from. So therefore, Ebed, so therefore like this. Ebed, Sheyesh, Lerishus, Lerabah, Olav, Kari Ebed. Then he's called an Ebed. Sheyesh, Lerishus, Lerabah, Olav, and Kari Ebed is not called an Ebed. Okay, more goes weiter. I'm saying the Rabbi Abba Bar Zutra, the, um, the maidservant of Abba Bar Zutra, Ishtaboyi, she was captured. Parke ha'u tarmudo'a l'shum itiso. A non-Jew, a tarmud is another nationality, a non, an, an over kechavim went, and he paid the captors, there were non-Jewish captors, he paid them for the sake of he wanted to marry this woman. Ooh. Okay? Ooh. Do you understand? She was an Ebeknani. She was a Shifra Knanis. So the... The Ayvah Kechavim. The Ayvah Kechavim went and paid money to ransom her off, but his purpose was in order he wanted to marry her. So, so the people of that community heard about it, sent Shmuel the following message. I'm not saying sent Rav, uh, uh, Rabbi Abba the following message. You want to do the right thing, send her a get shikhra. Okay? Now, how does that help? We're going to have to figure out what does that what do? do it? What, what, what's the case over there? If they have the ability, they have the money, and he's agreeing, the Tarmudo will be agreeing to redeem her, let, instead of marrying her, sell her back to the city, so then, then all, then no harm, no foul. Why does he have to really give her a get shikhar? What does he just have to do is take her back, right? So therefore, Lamali get to the Kharus, what do you need to get Shikhar for? Now maybe he refuses. He doesn't want to for no money in the world. He's refusing to redeem her. Well then if he's refusing to redeem her, what is the get shikhar helping anything? If anything that makes her worse, because that might make her into a full fledged Jewish. Jewish and now he wants to marry her. So how, what kind of advice is that? The E the Loy He's shadow get the Kharusa, my hobby, sending her a chicken, what what's that doing? What's that doing? If it's, even if, it, if it's effective, it actually makes it worse, not better. Rabbi, what are you doing during the get chicken? He's not willing to release her, so what's it doing over here? Tomorrow says the oil of the Matsiparkula. The case over here was that he would agree to redeem her. He was agreeing to redeem her. However, there maybe there wasn't su- sufficient funds and they wanted to generate funds. Now, we had this story before. When people, according to this, only people are willing to give funds if they know that she's going to become a Baschorin. They knew she was going to become a Baschorin, so then they would give money for it. So therefore, send the Get Shichrur, because by sending the Get Shichrur, we'll be able to what? Generate enough money to go ahead. That's what they were trying to say. So one says like this: "Learn the Matzah Parakula, but came in the Mishada Law, get the Shikru, the Charusa, Chaburim Magbaradari. People will join together with Parakula and come up with the money to be part." So that's answer number one. So number one is the purpose of get Shikru was to able to solicit enough funds to be able to go ahead and save her from this Tarmudo. How do you get funds from get Shikru? No, because no, no, no now people know that she's going money. free. They'll give money for the ca- for the cause. It's a it's to show them. It's like it's like the tettle, you know. I'm showing. Right. So that the other right. guy so that cannot is buy it. Right. The ebay's aimer. 
Another way you could get out of the answer, what was going on over here? The Mora is going to say an interesting thing. The Mora is going to say is, he didn't want to release her. No money in the world. He didn't want to release her. So what they did is, we want you to send a get shechur. By sending a get shechur, it makes it clear that this woman was once owned by, by, by a Jew. And he's, they'll make her mezalzel, he'll be embarrassed now that he's, Buying, he bought, he marrying a shifcha that was owned by a Jew, and then he'll be willing to let her go. That's the, that's the, the logic over here. It's a psychological ploy to get him to release her. So when it says like this, he was refusing. He was refusing for no money in the world. He didn't want to redeem her. So therefore, the cave the Meshadol Agita, but when he sends the Get Shechru, the Harusa, Mitzala Ba'ape, she'll become demeaned, she'll become, uh, 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 cheapened in his eyes, Umafik Law, and then what? He'll let her go. He'll agree to sell. ransom her and sell her off. Says the Gemara, one second. This is Mashma that by an Ovekuchavim, owning a Shifra of a, that was owned by a Jew, for him to have relations with her would be a zilzal. That's what it's implying. The Gemara says in, in, in Avodah Zarah, a, a very non-PC Gemara, it says that by Odeh Kuchavim, they prefer animals that were owned by a Jew than their own wives. Right? So, so Lechaira, that seems to fly in the face the of, uh, of, of what's going on over here. So the Gemara says like this, Vek Demar V'amar Mar Chaviv Olahem Behemtan Shal Yisrael Yoyseh Minishay Seyan so therefore, this mama's pun vaket. The says, no, that's in private. In private, that the, the, their cheshek, their desire, something connected to a Jew, they have a great attack. But there's a public for, uh, uh, face that they have to show. In public, taka, they were even that's a, that's a zelusif for them. So Moses says, hanimili betzina, avabifaresya, zila behu. That's considered to be embarrassing or demeaning to them. Tuve milsa. There was a Shifcha Kananis that was owned by a Jewess, uh, by a Jew. She was owned by a Jew, lived in the city of Pumpadisa, it was a big Jewish city. The problem was, people were taking advantage of her. People were having relations with this woman, thinking, ah, she's only a Shifcha Kananis, and, uh, it was a problem. There was Isurim going Jewish on with people were Jewish, Jewish people. Yeah, it doesn't say it. it didn't make Jews. All right. So what happened was, right? So Amar Abaya, he loved Amar Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel. It wasn't the fact that Rabbi Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Kol Ameshachar Avdoi Over Baasei, that there's actually an Isra say you're not allowed to let an Eved Knani go free because the Pesuk says Lo'elam Bahem Tavoidu. It's Mashma Achayva. You have an obligation not to release an Eved Knani. So therefore, the the Eitzah would be what? Let her go free. Let her go free now. She can get married. She can get married to a Jew. Once she gets married to a Jew. He will safeguard that, that people won't take advantage of him. But, but I can't do it. Why can't I do it, says Abaya? Because of Rabbi Yehuda's ruling that there's an Isra on, on, on releasing a Shifcha. So Moses says like this. So therefore, so Amr says, So therefore, I would force the owner to do what? The cost of the is the release, give a get of release, and this way she'll get married, and then they'll stop the Yisurim. 
So Ravina Amar Gihai, I disagree with you. Even though, yes, Rabbi Huda did say that there is an Isser, but under this circumstance, he would agree you could release her. Why? Because of what they're doing. Because it, it, you, you, it's true you'd be over an assay, but you're being over an assay to protect, could be many lost assays that are going on multiple times a day with this situation. Where it says, Kiha, Moider of Yehuda, Mishnah Milza de Isura, that is there to protect an Isur, then you'd be all right. Now, the one says like this, Abaya, for whatever reason held, you know, the ends don't justify the means, right? That you can't do one, oh, we violate one Isur to protect the other one. That's what it seems to say. When it says, is that true? That we don't allow the Isser of the to be to, to be removed for, for to protect other Averas. The Quran says like this, What happened like this, It was a situation like this, a woman was owned by two brothers, all right? or two partners. One let his chalik go free, the other one still owned. She's chetzi baschorin, now, this woman is like, she's like stuck in the middle over here, right? Because half, right. Now, what happened over there was, the couple is Rabo, the, the, the retaining owner, they forced him, the Asabas to let her free. Now, why did they do that? So we had the Machogus Beshama Besillo, we had the God because otherwise she can't have children, but there it was actually a lot more pertinent. What was the issue over there? People were taking advantage of her. People were taking advantage of her. Mamash, our case. People were taking advantage of her, so therefore they forced the other to let her go free. She becomes full-fledged Jewish. Jewess, and therefore she can get married, and then she'll be protected from people taking advantage of her. So Moses says like this: So the Chayra, and who was the one that said it was okay? Uh, right? Who ruled that it was okay to do that over there? Um, was it was how was a buy involved? With it? I, I don't know why this is the Chayra. One second. Rabbi, Mishum Isura Loi, Hamar Rav Chanina Bar Rav Katino, Hamar Rav Yitzchak Maisa. I guess it was even there was a, a later generation. The later generation passed in like this is that they were allowed to go ahead and do it. And the bottom line is, so why wouldn't have Abai? Why? So you see that even though, meaning like this, Abai said like this. Abai said that I would not allow this woman to go free because of, of Rav Yehuda. There's no precedent to allow violating Laholam Baim Tavodu to protect the things. What the Mora is bringing down, what do you mean there's no precedent? We have Mamas and Maisha Shahoyo with all these rabbis involved that there was precedent. So then why is Abaya not ruling like these rabbis to go ahead and let her free? But the Mora is going to say the difference is like this. There, she could not marry either an Evid. There's a concept of designating her to an Evid too. Shilka Kanan has to be designated to an Evid. She couldn't be designated to an Evid. Why? Because she's not. She couldn't be designated to a Jew because she's half Evid. So that's where you were stuck. There was an Eitzah over here. It's true she can't marry a Jew. But you could still give her some level of protection by designating her to an Evan. Because yes, she wasn't Chatsi Chatsi. Yes, she was a full one. That's why Abaya held, it's not the same as that case that there's precedent, because here there is another option. That's what I'm saying. But you can also say that's. Why is it like this? Why it says, Amar of Nachmar Yitzchak, where's the place? 
Here you could have designated it to an Ebed, so it's not exactly the same thing. Umantalan, he would protect her. Gufa, this itself was just mentioned. I'm reviewed Amashmul, call Amashachar Abdu Ebvas say, anyone that lets an Ebed Knani go free has violated an Isra say. What does the Isra say? The Olamantavodu is that you have violated the din, that you should always keep them as Avodim and not let them free. Meisivay, the Gemara brings down a famous story, Meisir of Lezer, Shenechna's Vesak Nesse. He went into Shul, they wanted to daven. And he only had nine. So what did he do? He called his Ebed from, uh, he calls his Ebed, and he says, the Ebed only Chayv and Mitzvah like an Isha, can't count for a minion. So therefore, Shechrer Abdo, Veshlimah Asara, he was Meshachrer's Ebed, and now you got a minion. So what do you see? He, what happened to the Elman Tavodu? What happened to that Isser? So Gemara says, Mitzvah Shani, that to do a Mitzvah is different. Now, the, the Gemara actually in Brokha says it's Mitzvah the Rabin. Not just Tama Mitzvah, but to fulfill a Mitzvah the Rabin. So, so the rush over here says, points out something else. The Chayra Minyan is only the Rabbanon. Right. The, it, it violated that in his Rabbanon. So the Rush says, you see, for a Mitzvah the Rabin, even a Mitzvah the Rabbanon, you could. There are some that learn of Spanish Zohar. Then you have to the There was a din right? So that's something that's that, 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 that. Right. Let's go on. Tan Rabbanon. Lo'ilam bahem tavoidu. And then we'll stop over here. Gentlemen. We'll stop. Over here.